Welcome to Entrepreneur Decoded, the show which reveals the habits, fears, failures, and joys of today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Now, here's your host, Simon Sander. I hope you're having a beautiful day. I'm looking outside my window right now, and it's beautiful in Minnesota, so wherever you are in the world, it has to be good if it's nice in Minnesota. Today, I have a really interesting guest coming in, Andy Christodina, who's a co-founder of Orbit Media, which is an award-winning web design company. Over the years, Andy has provided web strategy and advice to more than a thousand businesses. As a top-rated speaker at national conferences, as a writer for many of the biggest blogs, Andy has dedicated himself to the teaching of marketing. Andy has written hundreds of articles on content strategy, search engine optimization, social media, and analytics. He's also the author of Content Chemistry, the illustrated handbook for content marketing. Andy has won a lot of awards and has got a lot of recognition for what he's done. He was included in the Forbes Top 10 Online Marketing Experts to watch in 2015, as well as Entrepreneur Magazine ranked him Top 50 Marketing Influencers in 2016. Andy, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Besides that formal introduction, why don't you take it from here and tell us a bit more about yourself and what's exciting for you today? Sure. So I started a web design company 15 years ago. Uh, it's called Orbit Media Studios. We're here in Chicago. And right away learned I needed to figure out search optimization and analytics. So I have 15, actually 16 years of experience in those uh, those tactics, those channels. And then the last eight years have gotten really, really into content marketing. So I uh, wrote the book. I do a lot of national conferences. I speak. I keynote sometimes. I do. I have my own conference here in Chicago, which um, is called Content Jam. So it's really all about combining search optimization, social media, and email marketing with conversion optimization and analytics. That's what most people want to talk to me about. It's super fun. It's it, it's a blast. I mean, it's just it's so interesting to combine these different things and see how they work together. So uh, that's my background. Awesome. Let's use that background information to launch into our first topic, which is your favorite quote. Do you have a favorite quote for us, Andy? I am writing a post now, and uh, I was just this morning, and in it I'm using a quote from uh, a guy named John Acuff. The quote is, never compare your beginning to someone else's middle. What it means is that a lot of the content marketing tactics are durable and give you an ongoing competitive advantage. So when you compare yourself to someone, they might look huge. They might look really hard to beat. They might have tons of rankings and authority and a huge following and a giant email list. Don't worry about it. They started before you. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Even if you're just getting started in this, as long as you pick a really specific niche, there's lots of room to win. So I encourage people to uh, don't get discouraged when you see people who are doing amazing things online. They probably have just been doing it for longer. Uh, the key is to just start today and make lots of incremental progress. That's how you're going to win in the long run. That is interesting. Just a few days ago, I came across an article on Medium, and it was titled Blogging is Dead. And the guy who wrote an article argued that blogging, writing, making music, or any other type of creative expression doesn't work anymore. Those days are long gone. You can't make money off it. People don't pay for art anymore. I didn't personally agree with the article, but what do you think, Andy? Is today a good day to get started with blogging? Absolutely. There, it's uh, Blogging is not dead. Uh, there are 
thousands of people out there that are looking. Every one of your listeners, this is true. There's information in your head that people want. And all you have to do is to get that information out of your head onto the internet and make sure that it's easily found and shared by these people who really want it. There are – sure, there's more blogs published every day, but also the number of keywords that people search for increases every day. So the universe is expanding. It's like saying, oh, I, I have no place to live. All the land here is taken. No, new land is being born all the time. I mean if this was real estate, there's like new continents being discovered Every day, there's new industries being created every day. Like, look at like, I mean, drones and vaporizers and you know, cannabis and how many new industries have we seen appear? You know, in the last five years, there's tons of them. There are millions and millions of new niches that are uncovered that anybody could build a huge audience within. Uh, the opportunities are almost endless. I agree completely. Getting started is really important, but it's important to follow through as well. Nobody gives you credit for just starting. You should always be the one to finish as well. Andy, what's one piece of advice you would give everyone in the world? How to make decisions based on evidence, not opinion. A lot of people do what they think, like that example you just gave. Oh, people think that it's too late and that their opinion their, their, is that it's, you know, Blogging's dead. Go look for the evidence for any decision you want to make. For anything that you're thinking, go find evidence to see if it's true or not and make your decisions based on data. This is what people are missing. This is how people forget to use analytics. They just use it to look at reports. You need to use analytics to do analysis. You need to make decisions based on based on the data. If that's that's the one thing that people would do, they would get much better results. We don't usually get into the technical stuff, but I want to ask, what are some numbers that every entrepreneur who runs a business should look into? Well, the, the two most important numbers in content marketing are traffic and conversion rates. So what are you doing to increase traffic? What is your What are your traffic sources? Uh, are your content promotion strategies working in each of these different traffic sources? So the first number is total visitors. The second number is the conversion rate. What percentage of your visitors are taking action? are subscribing, are converting, are becoming a lead or a donor or a customer or a buyer. So it, everything that you do, every action you take should be designed specifically to affect one of those two numbers, either traffic or your conversion rate. There's this entrepreneur named Pep Lai who's also from Estonia and he runs a really popular conversion optimization blog, conversionxl.com. He talks about that a lot of entrepreneurs will run websites configured Google Analytics wrong which is an essential part of a website. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, it's definitely true. There's like three or four basic things that most people have not done yet. The first, of course, is creating goals. Make sure your website is a thank you page. Tell Google what your thank you page is. Set that up as a destination goal. Now you can measure the conversion rates for every type of desired outcome. Next, exclude traffic from yourself by creating a simple filter. As long as you have a static IP address, just remove yourself from your traffic, please. Next, remove exclude traffic from known bots and spiders. There's a, hundreds of known robots that scour the internet for all kinds of different things. Checking one box will exclude them. Uh, so there are these basic ways to configure analytics will help you get more actionable, more accurate data. Uh, but a lot of people haven't done it. What do you think? Should people in the audience figure that stuff out themselves or just hire an agency? What's the best way to do? I know there's no definitive answer for that, but what's your opinion? Uh, that's a big question. Okay, I, I would ask you this, this first. 
do you want to be perceived as a leader in your industry? If so, you cannot outsource leadership. Don't try that. You can't outsource your voice. People who say they want to be a thought leader should not be outsourcing anything. They should be – I mean you can outsource certain tasks, but you need to take a stand. You need to write. You need to publish. You need to, t- to plant your flag in the ground and say, I am for this. I am against that. Okay. So if you want, so that's that's how thought leader that's how personal branding comes in and you can't do that with through outsourcing. If you do want to outsource certain tasks like a B2C brand wants to have just a presence, they don't want to interact, they just want to have a presence on social media, great. You can totally outsource that and just dump some links on the internet, you know, once a day on Twitter and three times a week on Facebook and whatever like you can't outsource those specific little tasks, but I think that there's a you know, if you want to do uh, really build a big audience of people that care about you, that know your voice, that know what you believe, what you're for and against. Uh, you should be doing that yourself. You can get help promoting content, but you should be doing most of the content creation. Uh, that's where uh, you can take us, you know, list out your strongest opinions. Tell people what, what you think will happen that most people disagree with. Talk about the one thing that people are afraid to talk about. That will be your most successful piece of content, and no one can write it for you. That was a great piece of advice for everybody listening in the audience. I want to transition to our next topic, which is a failure or an obstacle you've had in your life. Being an entrepreneur isn't always fun, and there's always hardships. Let's talk about one hardship you've had in your life and how you overcame that. I have had so many failures. I think it's interesting that people forget about the failures pretty quickly, but people always remember the successes. If you succeed 20% of the time, you're good. You're a good entrepreneur, but only if you make five or ten attempts, right? It's like Richard Branson says, uh, opportunities like the bus, there's always another one coming. You really just have to make sure that you you try enough, right? Success is a function of the number of attempts that you make. So uh, I, I have tried um, many different businesses. The, this is number uh, – I've tried six total. Uh, four were failures. One was a success, and uh, one is brand new and just getting started. So we'll see. But it's really not a uh, it, it's not a numbers game because you have to put focus on each one like it's a passion project and like you really want it to succeed, like you care very much. But um, it's totally normal to fail. Uh, you you just need to keep trying and uh, and try many different things. The successful people are not the ones who succeed every time, but the ones who uh, who try a lot. Right. If you think back, you said that four of your companies uh, didn't find that success you were looking for. What do you think were the reasons that uh, they didn't turn out well? Well, the first run was Orbit Media Studios, the interactive comic book company that we started in 1997. Uh, interactive comic books did not become a the big hot market <laughs> and we learned a lot but there was no business plan it was a passion project all we wanted to do was to combine creative stuff and technical stuff it laid the groundwork because we used the brand to create this company a uh, web development company and we learned a lot of skills that we apply every day for clients um, and we learned the importance of a sales and marketing approach that will succeed so that company was a terrible idea after that we started a web design company in 2000 called beta group it had a bad partner it was me and two other guys. One of them did not contribute, and it failed because of a, of a bad partnership, like a lack of common philosophy about our service ethic that did not wasn't sustainable. 
The next, the the third business. So then we started Orbit Media, which was the third business. My next failure was a few years later. I wanted to start a company that would be a platform for people to create their own creative advertisements for digital signs. I didn't have the energy or time to dedicate to it. It probably would have been successful. Uh, I made some mistakes early on about where to invest my time and money. Uh, I put too much into the legal agreements that had to be uh, handled up front. I didn't really need fancy legal agreements for licenses for digital signage relationships because I didn't have any <laughs> of those relationships. You kind of you have to learn how to spend money at the last minute, how to hire people at just when you finally need them, and you're you know the machine's about to break because you're working so hard yourself and you put all your energy into it, and it's you know uh, hire slow and late uh, because that's going to uh, conserve your cash. It's really you know, running out of cash is when a business dies. If you think back to that time, uh, what are some takeaways for you and for people in the audience? Well, one is to choose partners that you really agree on with the philosophy. You don't want too many partners and you want everyone to have the same agreement at, in terms of uh, your approach, your go to business, your commitment in terms of time. Another is to make sure that you've got some kind of either channel partnership or uh, content marketing plan or advertising budget to create enough demand to stay in business, right? You need to always, always do sales. Ultimately, there's really two smart, two, two people that run, that start companies, uh, and they need to have both, the hacker and the hustler. The hacker is the person that solves the big problem. They're the resourceful person. They create the product or they provide the service. The hustler is the person who connects that company to the world. They're the sales and marketing genius. Uh, they're the ambassador for the company, they're the face. They're the ones who uh, make sure that there's always a new potential opportunity, a new client uh, coming in. So, all you know, Apple. You know, Apple had Jobs and Wozniak, and you know, Hewlett Packard, and most businesses. You, if you look at the the beginning, you'll find that there's a great hacker and a great hustler. As entrepreneurs, we like good advice. We like advice that is actionable, practical, and well tested. What's the best business advice you ever received? Because I know you've worked with thousands of people throughout your career. Oh, man. That's a, such a huge question. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of advice from people who uh, who are uh, very successful and things are get easier for them as time goes on. Because when you meet marketers, they build up these durable advantages and so life kind of gets easier for them. But one of the things that I've seen uh, smart people do and give advice on is, is just time management, focus, uh, how to get to bed early, how to get up early, how to not live your life inside your email inbox, how to block your time so that you spend you know an hour in the morning on social media and half an hour at night on social media and you turn it off in between. You, you, you have to be very efficient with your time. I try to do something important every day before I do something urgent. Urgent stuff will dominate your life, but you have to make sure that you, you set time and that you make progress, not just against your daily goals, but against your weekly and monthly and yearly goals. That's about time management, and people who don't do that don't succeed. I want to come to present day and ask, how does your average day look like? Do you have a routine, or are all days different? Well, I have a brand new baby. Congrats. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, 11 weeks old, so I get up early. Um, my wife is amazing and she sleeps, uh, she lets me sleep. So the baby has to feed at night and she gets up and feeds the baby and she, I don't get up at night. So I get seven hours. Uh, I'm trying to run. I get up maybe and run a mile, just 10 minutes, just short, get home, cook 
for her, make her breakfast, clean the house, and by the time she gets up at you know seven o'clock, the house is clean and the food is made, and she can you know she can eat and feed the baby and then go back to sleep. I get to work usually before most people. I have my meetings start at eight o'clock. Uh, I work about fifty hours a week. On average, I take work home at night and I work on weekends as well because I'm a content marketer and it's very, very hard for me to do that stuff during the day sometimes. I live with it. It's my plan. I'm okay with it. But about half my time is sales and management of my team. I have 38 employees and about half my time is just marketing, uh, publishing, writing, speaking, networking. I think that was a great example. Entrepreneurs, we work hard and sometimes we work after hours. Tell me, how do you balance your life between family and work successfully? Well, I, this is year 16, so it's it, this company is sort of mature, and there are managers, there is a CEO. I hired a CEO. Here's the master stroke and my best advice. Just because you started a business doesn't mean you're the best person to run the business. You, the, your graduation day for you is the day that you find someone else to take over that role and to create the team structure and to manage quality and to run the sales team and to man and to you know manage the managers this is a slightly larger business you know but it's kind of a medium-sized company now but and it's not relevant to people who are just there in the beginning but you, you can design your company so that you can step away a little bit it wasn't until we hired the CEO that I wrote the book that I created the conference that I doubled my publishing frequency that I started to really grow so we were at two million. I hired a CEO, took us to five million because now I can focus my time on being a better hustler. I don't think that uh, the ideal job is the CEO. It's just one of many jobs. It's not a great job in my opinion. It's a very difficult job and it's not the job that I want to do. Talk about motivation and what motivates you. When you don't see the results you're looking for, how do you wake up every morning with a huge smile on your face because I know you do that? Well. If you have employees, then you have commitments. You know, it's like that baby at home. If you don't do a good job, they're going to lose their jobs. If you like them, if you're friendly with the people you work with, then you feel very loyal to them and you will work hard to keep them employed. If, I mean, bad things happen if you don't do a good job. If you don't create enough demand, if your clients aren't happy, bad things happen. And that means uh, people will get fired and the, com you know, the company will shrink. Uh, because you didn't so, – so that's a powerful motivator for me, just the loyalty to create something sustainable so that the, uh, the people on my team can continue to enjoy this lifestyle that they're living. That's really good advice, but let's talk about small business owners. I see a lot of people giving up after six, eight months because they're not seeing those numbers. They're not seeing that growth. How do you keep yourself motivated when that happens? Well, if you're measuring the little things that you know will make a difference in the long run – then you don't need to have major successes every day. You don't. Uh, so, for example, let's say that you're you have um, you're the hustler, and uh, well, I guess if you're a one-person startup, you're the hustler and the hacker. <laughs> but as long as you're watching the number and you know that that number is important and it's growing, um, you can you can be happy every day knowing that you succeeded. Did you get press and a link back to your site, increasing your domain authority? Did you get uh, increase in social followers or engagement online? Did you get new subscribers and your email list is growing? These three things give you a durable competitive advantage. And if you pay attention to those, you'll get a long-term uh, edge over the competition. Even if in the short run, it takes a long time. It takes like a year and a half to begin to succeed with content. So you have to pick those KPIs and celebrate those small victories along the way uh, because – 
you know, it's you, you can't wait until that day when you get ten million in funding or a you know hundred thousand dollar contract. All those things, you know, there's there's many little steps that lead up to that. It's like uh, sports or fitness or you know healthy eating. You know, you, you don't you don't one day say, oh great, I'm suddenly healthy. This is fantastic. You did that because you made a lot of good choices in the kitchen and in the gym. And it's been so much fun. Do you have any last piece of advice for the audience? Uh, besides work hard and use data to make decisions, uh, I recommend that people grow their skills as publishers, as creators and promoters of content. Uh, there are still lots of niches. There's still lots of lots of opportunity, uh, and there's there's a uh, there's plenty of room. I would say that uh, uh, get writing and grow that list. Get sharing. Pay attention to your analytics. And you will lay the groundwork for uh, future dominance. Andy, what's the best way to find your line and connect with you? Orbitmedia.com has the blog slash blog, and I write an article there every two weeks. Uh, there's also my last name is my Twitter handle. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm more active on LinkedIn than anywhere else. Uh, and um, the, probably the book, Content Chemistry. Andy Kersadina, thanks again so much for coming in. See you on the flip side. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Decoded. For killer resources and free content, go to entrepreneurdecoded.com. 